Hola, this is the Getting to Ramen podcast, and I'm Joshua Anderton. Hey there, it's Josh again. So I wanted to jump on and give another update here. I don't need to say that. It wasn't necessary. Obviously, there's an update being made at this moment. You might have noticed that I posted recently, if you follow me on Twitter. And if you don't, that's that's fine. I'm only a little bit hurt, but would love it if you did. I would I'd appreciate that. I'll follow you back. Anyways, I tweeted recently that I was looking for contract work and thought that I would go into a bit more detail as to why why I've come to this decision. So if you've been following the journey, you know I've been working on Upscribe full-time since September of 2020. And man, it's been a roller coaster. It's crazy. I definitely, I've learned a ton and the journey's not over. I'm titling this episode, It's Time to Look for a Job. But ultimately, I haven't given up. I haven't quit. I think this is just, I've learned a ton and it's time to change up how I'm doing things. So I'm going to shed a little bit more light on, on, on all of this vague talk, but to give a little bit more detail into the, the story over the last few months, it's been about seven months to the day that I went full-time on Upscribe. And it was mostly like our choice, we like our decision, but there was also, you know, other factors like things with user feed were, which where I was working before my role was changing there. And it basically with, with COVID and a number of other factors, revenue wasn't growing at the time. And so, so it didn't make sense for me to be working full-time on that product. And so there was kind of a transition happening and Jimena, my wife and I decided that it seemed like a great time for us to set out and try giving Upscribe a real shot. Now, meanwhile, we had also just found out that we were having another baby, sort of third child, and this ended up being the most like rough pregnancy that Jimena has had. She was just like crazy nauseous and ended up needing a lot more help with the other boys, the two. We have a four-year-old and a two-year-old now. So I wasn't able to put the time in that I wanted to. And looking back, I realized that what that really ended up doing was just prolonging my coming to the conclusion that basically Upscribe needs proper marketing, sales, positioning, and I don't have the capacity mentally or time-wise or whatever. Like the only way I can think about it is just like there's this blockage there. Like I love product and support and everything about running a SaaS, but my brain just does not work in a sales and marketing capacity. I can do the sales. I can get on a call and I can make a sale and I can do the demos. And I've had a lot of success with that, but finding those leads and going out and getting those leads, I've just not been able to hack. I just haven't been able to figure that part out. So ultimately, now that I look back, what I should have been doing from the very beginning is this, is just going out and finding leads. And whether that's like one at a time, and that's one thing that's really changed for me 
is I feel like in the future with any other product that I run and moving forward with Upscribe, there needs to be from the very beginning a clear path to getting your next customer. Not just your first customer, like your next customer. Like it's great if you have a, this awesome distribution channel, like whether it's Shopify or you know, you're building on a platform and, and there's like leads constantly being sent to you. That's great. But that's going to dry up at some point in most cases. And if you don't have the distribution channel, then even more so. If somebody had asked me seven months ago where your customer is coming from, I would have said, you know, organically or, you know, they're networking. But if somebody had asked me, okay, like today, where are you going to get your next customer today that you're going to convert or get into a serious process of converting today, like being able to get on a call or being able to get their email and get them into a flow, like an onboarding or nurture, whatever, you know, buzzwords. And I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Like I wouldn't be able to say yes to that. I had no idea how I, how to get the next customer. I knew how to generally upscribe was going to grow or how I wanted it to grow in an ideal world. And I'm going to throw a bunch of different growth hacky, you know, like developer, you know, whatever. I'm going to throw a bunch of tactics at it, but what I want for my next project and moving forward with upscribe, like want to clarify, I'm not quitting upscribe. I know what I want to do next with it. And I'll, and I'm going to get to that in a bit, but moving forward and for any future businesses, it's like, you know, this is how I feel that this business will grow in the long term, you know, whether it's organically or a distribution channel or whatever. But worst case scenario, I know that I can get on LinkedIn and message this type of person, get on a call, convert them this week. If you can't do that, then you don't, if I can't do that, and I'm not going to, it really makes me angry when I see people posting like these like absolutes. I know that it's just to get people to read it and to share it and to comment. But when people just say like, if you want your business to get to here, then you have to do this. Like you just, that's just BS. Like it's different for everyone, every situation. So I'm not going to pretend that, you know, in every scenario, this is the way that it should be. But I feel that for me, regardless of the type of product, I need to be able to say where I'm going to get my next customer. If everything else does not work, where can I go get one customer today, one customer next week, you know, or tomorrow or whatever, there needs to be a clear guerrilla marketing option, like, you know, whatever, that may not be the right term for that. Anyway, so that's one of the things, the most important things that I've felt that I've learned in this last season. Now, the other thing that I've brought up on this podcast that I've learned is about my mental health and the fact that I've got some pretty intense seasonal depression that I haven't been able to really find a solution for yet ongoing solution and it's really common i know so many people that are finding out in like in my life friends that i have that are finding out that they have the same thing and it's just i think it's especially in like the i don't know if west coast but definitely in like this part of canada where we just don't get enough sun most of the year it's pretty common and so i'm still trying to figure that part out but it's definitely it's something that i would have absolutely took an into consideration before going full-time as a solo founder with the skill set that I have and the time that I have and the capacity and blah, blah, blah. Like it was very important for me to know that. And I know that now I wish I had learned it prior to, and I wish, you know, th- this 
six months would have gone, you know, seven months would have gone better, I think, if I had known that and been prepared for that. Or I wouldn't have done it, honestly, which leads me to my last point. I feel that I need to have, you know, there's a debate about whether or not you should have a co-founder. And I don't, I think it's a silly debate. Some people need co-founders. Some types of businesses need to have co-founders. There's so many different variables. But for me personally, and the type of business I want to run and build, which I'll go into as well in a second, I need to have a sales slash marketing, someone who, a co-founder who lives and breathes, like going out and finding people, lead generation, marketing, positioning. Like I need that person to back me up. And this actually clicked really hard last week when Transistor put out another episode of Build Your SaaS and, and they're talking about some of their journey and you know how many customers they have currently. And, and I realized like, oh man, I think I'm way more similar to John Buddha than to Justin Jackson. And their story has been a real inspiration for me. It's been something that's really excited me about like in this last season about having a software company, just with how their story has kind of, you know, unfolded. And anyways, not for like co-founder, not everyone needs a co-founder. Sure. I'm fine with that. But I believe that for the type of company that I want to build, I need a co-founder. I want to have a co-founder. So what type of company is that? you know, bringing up Transistor, they were saying that in this last episode of Build Your SaaS, which you should go subscribe to if you have, I don't know why you haven't. If you have not yet, you need to go subscribe because if you're listening to this, then you'll definitely appreciate their, their podcast. Go back to the beginning, listen to the whole, whole story. But they, they were saying they, they have just under 5,000 customers right now. And which is insane. It's amazing. And when you listen to the journey, a lot of that has been, you know, there's referral marketing, there's organic, there's really great market, great timing that kind of all led to that. And I feel like that is one way to build a successful company, but you need the marketing person for that. You need the, you need to either be that marketing person and you've got to be honest with yourself and figure out if you truly are that person, because there's nothing wrong with finding someone else to do that for you. One of the most important things, like a business person I know who's multi, multi-millionaire, maybe billionaire, he just discreet about it, so I don't know for sure, but for sure multi-millionaire. That was one of the things that he said to me. I, I said, like, how did you get here? What is your advice? And we're standing in his like massive multi-million dollar home, and he's saying, he said to me, like, I learned everything I could, and I hired people smarter than me. So no matter what point you are in your business, whether it's at the very beginning and you're looking at hiring a co-founder or having an investor to back you that knows the industry you're going into or whatever, or you're a bigger company and you know, or you're growing and you need to add people to the team, you need to be able to hire people better than you and be okay with that. Like, and I'm fine with that. I just think that I maybe overestimated my ability as a marketer. When I look back, it's really obvious. I'm a maker. That's the way that I work. I do really well in that in that world. And I need to find somebody who does really well on the marketing and sales side. And I can be on every call and I can help sell, be the technical salesperson and all that. I can do that part. But I need someone who's living and breathing the sales and marketing because I don't want to. So this is the last piece here. And if you listen to the last two episodes where I was on a call with Landon Bennett from Ad Reform, I was talking to him about a deal that recently came in that fell through. Spoiler fell through, but it was a deal with one customer was going to be with multiple businesses and one of their businesses 
in Upscribe was going to be $20,000 a month would have completely changed well, my life. But with that one customer, I have a, and also, by the way, would have been an annual contract, which is the way that that size of deal worked, or at least in this world, in the email marketing world, this customer was used to that, would have been an annual contract paid monthly. Like I would have had a year's worth of runway minimum and like just completely changed the game. And I, and I, so I realized like you can do things, you can have a Calendly that sells, you know, it's like freemium and then $10 a month and you, or you can have the transistor that's got 5,000 customers that are paying $19 and up, or you can do the ad reform route and the rigor and the, even up to enterprise. And this actually, that was one of the things I said to Landon, I was like, man, I'm not used to this enterprise idea. And he's like, this isn't enterprise. This is just this medium, you know, to large business, $1,000 a month. It's like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in a different world. And that's the play playground <laughs> ballpark. I don't know. I'm not into sports. I don't know. Playground is not a sports term. That's for sure. But <laughs> that's where I want to, to be is in the $1,000 a month to $5,000 a month average deal size. And I know now that I can do that sales process and I can close that sales process and I know the questions to ask but I don't know how to get those customers. And even if I did, I don't have the capacity to also be doing support. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do all of it. I want someone who's good at that. Yeah. So this was a lot and clearly pent up because I feel like I was talking really fast there, but I am now doing a bunch of contract work. People really came through on, on Twitter and like Mega Maker in the community that I'm in and a few other places. I got a bunch of work just with a tweet that people shared and like Noah Bragg from Potion, he gave me a project like right within like minutes of me sharing, like really appreciate that Noah. Thank you. Definitely go follow Noah on Twitter. Check out Potion. I'm using it for all of my websites and love it. Basically, you can convert a Notion document, Google document. I didn't say, I didn't say that. A Notion document into like a website in just like in minutes. Super easy to use. I can't praise it enough. It's a great tool. Go check it out. Follow him and check out the podcast to product journey. Anyways, everyone has been so supportive. I got a bunch of stuff. I've already got through a contact through another contact that I reached out to from work that I've done. I've done in the past I already have basically full-time work to the end of the summer and lots of other leads. So now I've got flexible schedule. I can keep working on upscribe, but I've got some margin and some space to, to dream and think and plan and hopefully find a co-founder or partner that I can, that can help me take upscribe to the next level because there's tons of potential there. People don't like MailChimp and there's a lot of people that don't like MailChimp and a lot of big businesses that need specific things that aren't available to them that I can build. And so, so anyways, I definitely, there's more to do with upscribe and I'm excited to keep working on it. But this next part of the journey will be finding some balance on the personal side to make sure that I've got enough income to keep going and then finding someone who can team up with me and help me bring in customers, nail down positioning niche and also just have someone that can bounce stuff off of because I just don't have the capacity to do all this by myself. So anyways, another therapy session, but thank you so much for listening. 
And if you know anyone that wants, if you want to work on Upgrade with me, let me know. I feel like this is like announcing I'm single or something. <laughs> I'd love to chat and see if it's a good fit and see where this goes. But anyways, yeah, thanks again for being along for the journey. And I'm really excited to see what's next. And I hope you'll follow along on Twitter and the podcast and check out some of the other things I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to get into a lot more video now too. If you've been listening, you know that I enjoy video. I've been trying to learn a lot about it. And so I want to do more support videos for other brands and also marketing videos as well. I do some like sandwich video style or Wistia style marketing videos for, for other brands. That would be the dream. I'd love to do that. So lots of stuff. Podmelon's still going strong editing podcasts. So yeah, I'm excited because there's just as a maker, there's a lot of different things that I get to exercise as a freelancer, different skills that I get to use. And, and that's like, I get energy from that. So I'm excited for this season and I'm very excited still though about growing subscribe to a point where I've got that recurring revenue and supporting a great customer base and working on software. So I love that. I've enjoyed that greatly. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.